Hello, gorgeous people. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Coffee with Curls podcast. It is your host, Mimi. I am happy to be back with you guys. As a matter of fact, this week, I have such a special treat for you guys. I had the pleasure of interviewing Eileen Campos of the Mommy Teaches podcast and also Mommy Teaches blog. Her vibe is amazing. Um, I think you guys are definitely going to enjoy this episode. I love talking to her. She's one of those people that I met actually through Instagram and she is really dope. That's with a part of... Actually, when I enjoy being on the internet, when I meet people like her, she's very genuine, down to earth, keeps it 100, a Brooklyn girl just like me, and she's a prima. So I am very fortunate to have met her. Her vibe is amazing. So I hope that you enjoy this upcoming episode. Hi, prima. How are you? Hello. Good girl. (laughs) How are you? (laughs) Good, tired. (laughs) Has it been a rough week for you? Uh, It's always a rough week for me, but Fridays is usually el cuerpo pide cama. Oh, no. (laughs) Well, hey, everybody. (laughs) I was not even introduced to you. This is Miss Eileen. Eileen, introduce yourself. Thank you so much. Thank you. First, I want to say thank you for inviting me to your podcast. I absolutely love it. I'm a huge fan. I listen religiously, and I'm usually like, okay, when's your next episode coming up? (laughs) I appreciate that. (laughs) So thank you so much. Yes. No, thank you so very much. So I am, what can I say? I'm a loyal friend. I am a mom. Uh, but most of all, I'm a strong, independent woman. And a prima. And a prima. <laughs> <laughs> and a prima. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> the other day, I, I know you saw it. I was cracking up when I saw those pins with the fingers and it says prima. And it reminds me of Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God. Thank God. She's <laughs> <laughs> I was like, somebody was thinking about us. I was like, that is so cute. Oh my God. I was like, I need one. I need one. Well, I'm glad to have you. I'm so excited. I feel like I have so many things to ask you because I feel like I need to get to know you in a deeper level. You know what I do want to know? Uh Oh, oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know to to, to, to my audience because I think that you're so bomb, you know? And I feel like um, your mommy teaches is more than just you know, I think it's for everybody, right? It's just not specifically yeah. for one audience. So tell me about Mommy Teaches and the birth of it. Ah, the birth of Mommy Teaches. You know, I was looking at uh, one of my books. It, it was seven years ago. I can't oh, believe wow. it. I actually have to renew my domain. Yeah. Um, and it's just honoring the uniqueness of every child, but I say every individual person, mm. because I just think that there's a child in all of us, yes. right? And so it was birthed because I've always been a writer. I've I've written on napkins since I was younger. My mother used to get upset at me. <laughs> and so, but I started writing more. I found like in journals and things like that, especially when uh, my son was diagnosed with uh, high functioning Asperger's. Mm. And I just wanted to share that, you know, because um, I was going through so much 
and I wanted to share it. And then it just led to like other things. I, honestly, I just wrote an editor one time who was creating a beta site and she emailed me back within like an hour, I want to say. And she was like, well, if you can write me this, then you can write for my beta site. And so... Yeah, that was even prior to even having my uh, my website because they used to ask me, oh, do you have a platform? And I'm like, are they asking me for platform shoes? Like, I didn't know, you know? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I was like, what the hell is a platform? But um, <laughs> so then I, I basically put $50 together and I got this web designer and my husband and I and her were like kicking around a name and she was like, well, you're a teacher and you're a mom. And my husband was like, yeah, that totally makes sense. Mommy teaches. And so we came up with that. But um, it was just a place for me to, you know, just put my thoughts down. And I didn't know anything about having a website. And I just like threw the post up. And then when Chantilly, when I tripled my money um, blogging, I got Chantilly to redo my whole website. And she literally categorized my website because my website wasn't even categorized. Really? Okay. She had to categorize that. So it was so cute because as she was categorizing, she said she was getting to know me. And so, cause she was putting them into like either Asperger's or mommy or traveling, you know, the, the topics, the major topics that I was talking about. Mm -hmm. And so she was like, oh my God, I felt like I was reading a book. And it was the cutest thing. Mm, I think I lost you a little bit, Prima. Can you say that again for you me? hear me now? No, that's good right I said that it, it was the cutest thing that, you know, when she was categorizing it, she just felt like she was reading a book. She oh, said. that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So how long have you been blogging? Whew, girl, I want to say maybe like nine, nine, ten years. That's a long time. Yeah, nine, ten years. The first um time I ever blogged, I got $25 for my first uh, blog post. I was okay. like, holy shit. Yes, right? Make some money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, my God. Um, I also, like, ghost tweeted for people. Really? Yes, I did. I <laughs> don't, don't skip that too fast. What you? What did you go? Hold <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I would go tweet um uh, for a couple accounts. So what I would do is I would take the accounts um under my wing because so before the platform, like I started on Twitter, and I'm a quick learner. Like I'm a visual, so social media, I grab it really quick. You know? Oh yeah. So um, they started calling me the Twitter crackhead. <laughs> really? Yes, because I can handle three handles in a Twitter party. I used to do Twitter parties too, and I used to get paid to do them. Really, girl? I don't know. You know what? I'm a Twitter virgin compared <laughs> to you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, and that was when it was less characters. So you had to put everything, you know. So um, I used to go ghost tweet for a couple of people. They would ask me and I, they'd pay me and I'd ghost tweet. So just like tweets, like just basically tweets about whatever they did. So for instance, let's say if it's a, it, it was a food blogger, for example. So I would put, you know, post up their stuff and tweet it out. And that's what I did. And I got paid Ooh. for a certain amount of tweets. I would get a check. Yeah. You have to get them coins. Ooh, go ahead, girl. Look at who knew that. I'm a <laughs> I love that. But that's the Brooklyn girl in you. <laughs> Honey, <laughs> let me tell you. I can tell you stories, girl. I got me over in trouble one time. <laughs> <laughs> 
girl, I did some some crazy stuff when I was 18. I, not like crazy, you know, I was just young, you know, and if I had to pay for, after especially my dad passed, I needed to pay for my college books. Mm. So that was stuff that I did. You know, you had to do what you got to do. I didn't know about the whole, let me tell you, the Twitter thing for me is still like, I forget that I have Twitter sometimes. And I'm like, girl, go on there. I don't know. You know, I get a little reserved with putting stuff out there. I feel you. I feel, you know, I mean, like I said, I've been doing it for like ten, about 10 years, you know, so it's almost like, um, especially when I first came out, like I just wanted to, you know, just try to keep up, you yeah. know, um, but then you realize that it's not really about that. It really isn't, you know. Seema, are you there? You hear me? You hear me? I'm here. Okay. I'll make sure. I'm like, oh, oh I'm not going to lose her. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know, she's telling me a good boy chin and I lost the. <laughs> I didn't know that's good. Listen, you learn something new every day from people. Of course, girl. All you gotta do is ask. Be like, "Yo, what's up, prima? Tell me." <laughs> oh my god! So, what did you learn about yourself when you was blogging? Oh gosh, I learned so many things. Like, um, for one, I learned that you know, just put it out there because. You could be helping anyone, you know? True. That's true. So I learned that. I learned to just be honest with my myself and my story and just share. And so many people, you know, would respond and say to me, you know, gosh, I can relate, you know, and I appreciate your honesty. So that's always the most important thing for me is just being honest, you know? I might not say what I'm going through at that moment because um, it's harder. It's harder for me to write when I'm going through right. it. Some people can write in the in the heat of it. I can't. I um I get a writer's block, which I never really kind of experienced it that hard. But um I think you know getting back to your question, what I've learned is that it's just so much more important to be authentic because you just never know who you you know who you who you're touching. That's true. Now, what did you start blogging about? Do you remember what your first blog was? Um, it was about, um, Asperger's. It was just, you know, sharing my story about, you know, being a mom with a son who's diagnosed with high functioning Asperger's. Then it led to like more brandy type stuff, but I learned how to balance my content out. So I didn't want to be just, you know, sharing everything about like a brand because I didn't want people to think that I was just trying to sell them stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it always had to be a brand that I could relate to. Like at that time, I, then I had my youngest son. So he was wearing like diapers and things like that. So I, I wrote about things that I knew that I could still stay true to who I was. And if it didn't resonate with me, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, take the gig, even though it was money. You yeah. know? No, I feel you. What have you yeah. learned from when you started till now on your blogging progress? What have I learned? <laughs> Gosh, to not feed into the nonsense, like, for instance, you know, you can get a high paying gig, you know, Mm -hmm. um, in blogging, but if it doesn't match, if it doesn't fit, don't take it. You know, I found a little bit more. I had I had more pressure when I didn't when I wasn't teaching because I kind of felt like I needed to make that money, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no. So you would be like, damn, I need, I want, you know, to make this money because I need to pay that bill. You understand? Mm-hmm. 
but does it does it fit with me? Does it match, you know? And there are times you go back to the drawing board and you're like, listen, it really doesn't match. You know, is there any way that I could kind of work this in there, you know? And sometimes brands will say yes, and sometimes they will say no. Mm. And you'd have to take the L, you know? So I learned that, you know, it's times that sometimes you got to bend a little, but you got to make sure that you're not bending too far that you show your ass and you're, you know, coming out unauthentically, you know? Yeah, you're not, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I learned that. That's good. So, so what led you into teaching? Was that something you always imagined yourself doing? Um, I want to say no. <laughs> I want to say no. Um, my, when I was younger, um, uh, my mother used to say, and my dad used to say that I always said I wanted to be a hospital. So I guess I wanted to be a nurse. Like I always loved the babies. Okay. Always loved children. I would always say that, um, I was asked where babies came from. I was very, a curious child. And I knew very young that I wanted to have a family. Mm. I actually wanted to have like six children. (laughs) Yes, I did. I wanted to have about six children. And um, then I was going to school and I didn't think I was college material. It was the weirdest thing. Like I went to high school and then I just went to Kingsborough Community College. I I went local college because I was like, let's see, let me feel this out, you know. So then I went and then uh, I did well. And then behind my uh, my dad's back, I went and uh, applied for a for a bachelor's, uh, a college that would uh, allow me to get my bachelor's, receive my bachelor's. uh, But it was a private college. Mm. So then, you know, they offered teaching and stuff like that. And at that point, um, I had knew someone, she was a family friend and she's like, you know, teaching would be amazing. I know you want to, you know, I'm sure you want to be a mom. And I was like, I definitely want to be a mom. She's like, it'll just work great with your schedule. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like that type of thing because I was accepted into the University of Miami for writing (laughs) in a full scholarship. Yes. But my dad didn't want to let me go. Because my dad said the same education you could get here, you can get there. Mm. But he was just scared. Okay, yo me iba a enamorar, and then that was it. <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> yeah, so he was like, you ain't going nowhere, girl. So, um, so that's why I went for the, you know, for the degree in education. And it is convenient for a parent. It really is. Yeah, it seems to be a very flexible schedule from what I've seen. I mean, it it has its pros and it has its cons, you know, I always tell people that it's hard because let's say if your child has a trip and you want to go on their trip, you know, you can't go on every trip, you know, Right. right. or if they're having a party in the classroom, it's rough, you know, but yeah, works well for like breaks sometimes because like right now my kids have this week coming up and I don't have this week coming up. So I have to take a couple of personal days and a couple of sick days and work it out. I, I got you. Um, so it, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't work, you know, but for the most part, it does work. Okay. So you have two beautiful boys. Yes. Thank you. Family. I love seeing your Instagram with the kids and with the classmates. Also with the class, the classroom, I think is so cute to kind of mm-hmm. show the background, you know, I, I just find that so, um, 
it's good to see that perspective for someone who cares. Yes, thank you. you know, because I feel like sometimes there's not enough of that being shown to me. Yes, I agree. You know, and it's just good to see that, you know, um, a teacher being involved, you know. I mean, I just think about even the times way back when I was going to school, you know. If you got one good teacher, you always remember them for life. And I like when people say that because I often wonder, Prima, like, I know for me, I still keep in contact with my kindergarten teacher. She's on my Facebook page. Is she? she is. And um, she says to me all the time, like, she'll make me cry out the blue. She'll send me a message and she'll be like, you know, I always knew you were special. And it makes me cry. Yeah. And so I think to myself, like, I love when you, what you just said, because there are often times when I do feel defeated as a teacher. Mm. But I'll get these messages from parents. Like, I just got a message the other day from my parent. And I just, you know, off the blue, like, I was reading with her daughter. And um, I sent her a message because I think it's so important to highlight the good and highlight the not so good. And this little girl has made strides. And so I said, you know, I'm so proud of her. And she wrote back and was like, it's thanks to you that she loves to go to school. And yeah, and I, it just was so touching. And I was actually here in my house and I started tearing up. And my youngest always catches me. And he's like, are you crying? And I was like, no. And he's like, mommy, your eyes are all glassy. And I was like, well, because a parent wrote this to me. And he was like, I told you, mommy, you're, you're the bomb. Like he always tells me, my, my youngest son always tells me, I wish you were my teacher. Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. So And so it touches me when I hear older people, you know, tell me that, like, they have a favorite teacher or, you know, um, just the impact that teachers have had. Because I often, like I say, I wonder, like, will they ever remember me? I hope they do, you know. They will remember you. Because, I mean, I think a while ago you had asked me to um, provide you info about one of my favorite teachers. Yeah. I mean, I, I just knew exactly who to talk about immediately. And I mean, he changed, he really impacted, you know, the kids. I mean, for me, I can speak for myself, but he was so mm-hmm. uh, doing things that he didn't, I feel like he didn't have to do, but the things that he did mm-hmm. in a way that, you know, I remember now. And because of what I learned from that classroom, it helped me uh, develop those skills. So touching. It, that to me is just amazing. It is. And it's good people, you know, that's energy, that's, you know, an impact in somebody's life. And sometimes it's just something small and that you'll always be remembered. And I, I tell you that you do an amazing job. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. I mean, that means. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, no, that means the world to me. And that's what I, I, I replied exactly that to the parent. I was like, that means so much to me, you know, and that makes me sleep well at night. And that really, you know, enables me to know that my work doesn't go unrecognized. And on those days when it's just so rough, I I feel good to, you know, know that parents know that their children are in good hands. You know, I had a, um, a child the other day. She was she was having heart palpitations and um, she kept on complaining, complaining. And I sent the mother a message through the dojo and then I sent the child to the nurse and 
the mother was like, you know what, I'm at work, but I feel calm knowing that she's with you because I know you're a mom and I know that you're not going to let anything happen to my baby. And so like things like that make you feel, and you know, it was so weird because then my parents know I go to bed at eight o'clock, but she sent me a message at like 11. She was like, Miss Cece, I'm so sorry, but I just wanted you to let, let you know that I took, you know, so-and-so to the um, doctor and they said that it's acid reflux, you know, so you know, you just, like I said, you just feel so good at night. And I lay my head down on my pillow every night, knowing that I tried my best. I did my best with my scholars and I sleep well at night. I sleep real good. Yeah. You know what I wanted to ask you? So what made you start podcasting guys? Because the prima is also a podcaster. (laughs) So I don't know, you know, I just said that the other day, I was like, that this wasn't in the plans like podcasting was never it no it was never girl I didn't even know what a podcast was I told you I'm not techie (laughs) but you can google anything now yeah but I'm not like that like it's so weird I'm not the one to google like I you know maybe I'll google a symptom you know what I'm saying (laughs) (laughs) yeah but to like google anything else like I'm like god damn who got that time you understand so so um but I you know I truly believe that you know when they say that things in life connect the dots and they kind of make sense true so yeah so in college I took a um and there goes that um right so I took a a a speech class And it, you had to, like, it was a, you had to take it. And so I think that taking that speech class really enabled me to speak in front of people and to share, like, my truth, right. you know? So and now that I look at it, I feel like that speech class, like, you know, helped me so much. So when I heard about podcasting, I was like, you know, I was my own cheerleader. I was like, at first, of course, you're like, who the hell's going to listen to you? You know what I'm saying? Um, but that was like, girl, you got this in the bag, you know? And then when I had reached out to, I think it, um, it was Nancy and it was um, Sarah from DK. Okay. Um, they were like, just try it, you know? And I was like, okay. <laughs> and so I tried it and I got hooked. And it's so funny because people are like, what do you use? What, what you know, what, what equipment? I was like, I'm in my closet. <laughs> Well, my Apple um, earphones and iPod, you know, I'm. No, it's so funny because yeah. I started, well, I don't have an iPhone. I have a, a Droid, but that's kind of how I started too. It was just like, I found this. App. That's a Samsung? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't like Samsung. Oh, no, I just took my phone and it was like, it wasn't in the plans either. Wow. Yes. But as time goes on and you probably feel the same way, you just get more comfortable with it. Of course. You know? And like you say, it's your audio it journal. Is. Hashtag audio journal. Yes. 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 No, I agree. So you didn't have it in your plans no, either? No, I did not. I mean, I kind of thought about Hysterical. it. But it was one of those things. You know, and I, I probably shared this before. I wasn't too thing um, about social media. Right. I heard you say that. Yes. I heard yes, you say that. Because, you know, okay. So the blessing of it, right? Because everything is a duality. 
you have a good vibe. Mm-hmm. The blessing of social media is mm-hmm. I get to meet people like you, like Nancy, you know, mm-hmm. um, Stephanie, and you know, there's some amazing dope people, but at the same time, it's the mm-hmm. other stuff. I'm like, eh. <laughs> mm-hmm. but you gotta, yeah, no, I get you it. know. And I don't know, so skeptical. And for a long time, I, I think I might have shared this, where my page is private for a long time. Was it really? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Get out of here. Yes, I purposely, because I wasn't doing anything that at the time, um, I even had a different name and everything, different handle and everything. Um, Stop it. Yes. And. You are hilarious. Girl, it was like, oh, what what is this Instagram thing? And who are these people out here? <laughs> and you got the radio voice, so you shouldn't even be private. Because remember I told you when I first heard you, I was like, girl, you got that sexy voice. <laughs> Listen, I told you I'm, I missed my calling, my $2.99 a minute. Girl. I was like, because when I first listened to your podcast, I was like, I think I got the wrong, I think I got the wrong podcast. Hold up. <laughs> yeah. And. And I didn't even know you like that. Remember, and I was like, oh, my God, your voice is amazing. Because I don't have a problem giving women compliments. You know, someone was like, oh, my God, I can't believe she said that. Like, I, I so I think I even said, I was like, Prima, your voice is I was sexy. like, thank you, girl. I was like, <laughs> I was like, thanks, girl. I'm all for But you know what I love about you? That you're, I love, okay. And we spoke about this, too, that I love that you mm-hmm. really support women. Like, truly do. And that's like. It's like a no-brainer. You that, right? right? Because I feel the same way. I would think, it, listen, you doing good is because I'm doing good too. That's how I see it. So right. your success is right. my success and vice versa, right? Because I see you and me and vice versa, right? And so when I see like anyone that, you know, I care for, I'm rooting for, I just see it like, yo, that's great. Do your thing. There's enough space for all of us. Mm-hmm. girl. <laughs> we talked about this. That's not always the case, unfortunately. It's sad. Yeah, you're right. It's sad. And it's not. And I don't mind because it doesn't take anything away from you know, like I don't feel that way. I don't feel like it takes anything away from me right. or anything like that. So how do you how do you deal with that? Because I know we've spoken about this, you know. Mm, what should I say? I you know, um, I think I spoke about it in my episode la- uh this past week about I think, you know, jealousy exists. They're, um, they're haters. I mean, Nipsey hustles are proof oh right my there. God, that is so heartbreaking. I mean, oh, I cried yesterday. I don't even, let me tell you. And it's so weird because somebody posted and they said, you know, that they didn't know him, of him. And, you know, I didn't know of him either. And it made, like last night it was all on, on, um, you know, uh, Google, like looking, <laughs> looking up his stuff. Cause I wanted, I was intrigued. Yeah. I wanted to know more about him and it's just so sad. so sad. So stemming from that, like that's where I think that's where like the root of it comes, you know, the root of not supporting others yes. and not supporting others and not being able to see other people grow. And from that, you know, um, harbors envy and hatred and jealousy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just so sad. And I, I always said to myself, ever since I was very, very young, I've always been, I was a cheerleader in um, high school. And like I said, see, yeah, things connect the dots. Yeah, I was a, a high school cheerleader in Canarsie. I was a booster. Okay. Um, and those who always, you know, who still I'm in contact with from high school say, you know, you were always that positive type of person. I've always been like that. I've never had envy for anyone. I always feel like you never know what people are going through in their life anyway. So I don't want your life because I don't want right. that you're carrying. 
Um, so I'm not that type of person. And I just, I'm, I'm okay. Like if a a beautiful woman passes, it's so funny. Sometimes I tell my husband, my gosh, she's gorgeous. You know, um, I'm that type of person. Like, I'm not even like that. I don't, I feel like when you walk in your own confidence and you walk in your own truth, you don't have to be envious of anyone else. And like you said, (laughs) (laughs) when you walk in your confidence and you walk in your truth, you don't have to be envious of anyone. Yes, that is very true. So I just feel, yeah. So I just feel like we all can eat at the same table and you can get a piece of the pie and I can get a piece of the pie. But a lot of people don't feel like that. And I've come, I've, I've faced it, you know, within social media, I have faced um, envy and hatred, you know, and I've shared a couple, you know, of things. And one of my guests on my uh, podcast is Louisa and she knows what I've been through. And she said, Oh God, Eileen, you know, um, now you're on podcast. You're going to get some haters because when I started, I had started doing Periscope. Like I was like, and you did mention that. I was, I was real deep in Periscope too. I tell you, that's why the speech class got me, you know, confident enough. And I was on Periscope and I had all these hits and all this stuff and I had to download. I'm telling you, I have like two to 300 videos on YouTube of um, Periscopes that I did or whatever, but, um, I think that, yeah, so it was weird because Luisa knows my story. So Luisa was like, oh, boy, now you're going to get the haters because you're on podcasting. <laughs> and so, you know, she knows, you know, so it's sad. It's sad. But, you know, people like that, I, I don't pay them any mind. Like, I, I've learned, like, um, I think we're always evolving. Mm-hmm. So I remember, um, I think I was, like, my first Twitter party. Somebody came at me twisted. <laughs> and, like, I just attacked them. Um, and then it got back to my editor-in-chief. And my editor-in-chief was like, you know, Eileen, you can't do that, blah, blah, whatever. So now, like, I don't even un- entertain the fuck yes. right. I just don't. Like, you know, I just, you know, if I want to come at you a little bit, I'll come at you, you know, but then I'm not going to really entertain it because what am I doing? You know, what what is that for? For what? I'm just only giving you, you know, the shine to kind of take me out of character and I don't want to take it back to the 18 year old island yeah it's not worth it it's, yeah no. you're doing so many great things and unfortunately those people if you had that energy to be hateful you have that same energy do something positive for it's terrible it's it sad. is for sure so let me tell so let me ask you this so what made you go from new york to upstate because you're in the hudson valley now right Yes, girl. Um, so it was funny. Prior to, to coming on with you, I was clearing out my phone because I got like thirty thousand oh photos. God. But I backtracked on my photos, prima, and I, like I said, everything connects. So it was weird because I always said that I was a country girl. Um, I remember when my swag I used to come from DR. Um, I was like, I want to get a piece of land in DR because I need some cows and I need some horses and I need some pigs and I need some chickens. And um, ever since I was 18, I opened up my bank account in Dominican did Republic. Did you? Okay. I sure did. And <laughs> and I always said I wanted land or whatever, you know, and I always send in mandando lo, lo chelito, right? Um, so then like, again, getting back to the photos, like I was backtracking and whenever I wanted to go somewhere, I would always tell my husband, oh, let's go on a long ride. And it just so happened we'd, you know, go to Jersey by Princeton. Um, as my son started riding motocross, we would come further up and further up. And I remember just one day he was like, would you like to move here? And I'm like, did he just ask me that? Like, I know, is he, he don't know me here? (laughs) 
I was like, yeah. He was like, you really would move up here? And I was like, yeah. Because I love the um the peace and the tranquility. And I love, <sighs> I love the scenery. You know, I love the sunrises. I love the sunsets. I'm kind of corny and boring. So I love all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so I didn't like the hustle and bustle of the city. Like I could count how many times on my hand I went to Rockefeller Center or I took the train. I hated taking the you train. Do? You don't like, I was not a You don't like girl. the silver um, limo? Hell no. Um, I did not like the train. I used to have to take the train from my job to New York University when I was attending college and I would pull up the map dead in the middle of the train like a tourist. <laughs> I sure would. I hated that damn train. I hated, I hated that C train because I would see them rats on that rail. Girl, oh no. So I was like, oh hell no. So um it was a no-brainer. And I couldn't even think about the cut I was gonna take as a teacher. So when my husband was like, You wanna move? I was like, I know, listen, let's go. He's like, for real? I was like, honey, come on now. You know what my chickens and my horses are like now. So I don't have none of those yet, but um, I have the land, and I absolutely love it. I would never turn back. I go into, I go into Long Island. I want to say maybe once a month, and I want to race back. I cringe. Really, girl, I cringe. It's what is this? Probably what, three hours away from the city. It's two. It's two hours. It's two hours. Yes, yeah, it's, it's about two, well into the city. I think it's shorter, but to go to Long Island, it takes us like about two hours. And I love the drive, you know, but I just, I don't, I can't, I just, I don't know. I'm just like, why didn't I move earlier? And my husband was like, everything happens for you. Right. He's right. It happens when you're ready to. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So where part of Brooklyn are you from? So I grew up in, it was called either, it was borderline Canarsie Brownsville. I was like a block away from Brookdale Hospital. Oh God, I was born there. I still remember my address. I was born there too. I was, I was at 691 Rockway Parkway. Oh, wow. Yes. And then, so I went to Canarsie High School, but my dad owned um, our family business in East New York on, on Linden between Cleveland and Asheville. Yes, you were telling me about that. Yeah. Yeah, so that was like, because that was my first job. Like, I was a cashier there at the age of, like, 16, okay. um, maybe even earlier. So I was between, like I said, Brownsville and East New York. Okay. So you mainly grew yeah. up in that area. Yeah. Wow. Yep. That's crazy, right? Like, we literally, like, I was born and raised in East New York, lived there most of my life, and we never bumped into each other. That's great. Remember TSS? Yeah, TSS. TSS. Oh my God. There was the SML, the SML at the corner. <laughs> the SML was there for years. TSS was the bomb for people that don't know. I forgot what it was. It <laughs> yes. was almost like a Macy's, right? That was like kind of. Yeah, it was like a flea market type thing. Yeah. Right? That had all those stores. Yes, and that's where yeah. the living movie mm -hmm. theater is. Yes, and the diner's still it there. It is. I used to work in that McDonald's off of Linden. Stop Yes, it. I worked there. Hilarious. I worked there for It's so fun. We probably passed by each other and we didn't even know. Girl, you know the world is small. I tell people that all the time. Like, you never know it who is. you connect with, right? But, yeah, born and raised in East New York, and now it's funny. I bump into people like, yeah, I'm from East New York. I'm like, when? <laughs> like, when was this? <laughs> I was like, I want to see you. My 
My mother grew up on, where did my mother grow up on? I think I want to say she grew up on Pickin. Where the stores are at? Yeah, um, Pickin Ave. Oh, my God. Yeah, and then my husband, he lived on New Jersey Ave. Okay, yes, I know exactly where that is. He, yeah, he lived on New Jersey Ave. So it's like we were kind of meant to be too. Today we make 23 years that we started dating. Oh, congrats. Yes, we dated, we started dating on April 12th, 1996. How did you guys meet? At my father's store. I'm the boss's daughter. <laughs> 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 well, he'd be like, He'd be like, I snatched the boss's door. I'm like, mm-mm, don't, don't, mm-mm. watch yourself, bro, watch yourself. Yeah, yeah. Don't say um, that out he started working for, Yes, he started working for my husband. He started coming, he, my, my dad, he started coming into the store. And I'm like, look at that piece of chocolate. Oh, shit, okay. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I was like, dang, I didn't know I felt like that. Because I was like, what, 17 years old, right? And so my dad hired him. And, you know, he was trying to push up on me or whatever. And I was like, mm. yeah, I was like, I don't know, you know, trying to play hard to get or whatever. And it was probably like 1995, but we kind of on April 12th, 1996 is when he came up to me. He was like, you want to be my girl? And, and I was like, why should I? Like, I came with something snappy. <laughs> yeah, I know I came with something snappy. But we used to play. Like, my father had this. Um, he owned my dad owned the whole the whole block on Linden. So it was an auto parts store. Mm-hmm. And um, we always used to talk to each other between the aisles. He used to wink at me through the aisles, you know, mm-hmm. um, and that type of thing. Yeah, it was so funny. So that's how we, we met there. And I was so, I'm so glad because he met my dad, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, he met my dad. He developed a relationship with my dad. My dad always said that my dad loved him, but my dad just didn't like that. He was like, Oh, I see. Yeah. So my dad didn't want me to mix with someone, you know what I'm saying, like him, because my dad thought that if I mixed with somebody like him, of course, I'd get pregnant or something would happen, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. No, I could understand that. But you guys have been together for a long time. So how do you long like your personal life, your career, your blogging, your podcasting, and then socializing three my time? Oh God. Um, I think it's the organization, like um, and just maintaining focus. Like I'm very good with balance, you know. I'm very good with balance. Um, and I have my kids and my husband to balance me out, you know. So that plays like a really important role. Like for work and and mommying, that's all like super, super tight and structured. I had one one colleague the other day was like, Cause I responded to email like four in the morning, but it was like an email to the, yeah, it was like a, a, um, you know, one of those emails, a mass email. So, um, I replied back and one of my colleagues like, what time you go to bed? And I was like, eight, eight o'clock. And she was like, how you get to bed at eight o'clock? I said, and so my other colleague who knows me pretty well, she like, you don't know, Cece, she organized. So I'm very like organized and regimented Monday through, um, Friday. Hmm very very organized like everything runs in a tight ship and then one of them said to me your kids go to bed at that time too I said hell yeah I don't let my kids stay up without yeah me. I don't blame yeah I hear you on that yeah no so when everything shut down everything shut down they know not to question me because they know that they you know we got to be up ready strong to go to school the next day so I organized that um as far as like 
my blogging. I haven't really blogged blog. I write all the time in my, you know, journals and in my in my books and things like that. But blogging uh, on mommyteachers.com, I haven't done it in a while. Mm-hmm. And as far as like um, family, like that's a no brainer. Like I'm going to be honest with you. You know, um, I've cut back a lot lately on social mm-hmm. media. But prior to that, like my kids would check me or my husband would just give me a look, <laughs> you know. Um, and he'd be like, Muchacha, tu, todavía. And I'd be like, oh, sure. <laughs> Yeah, especially if it was something that I was getting paid with, you know, because prior prior to that, he didn't know that I was getting paid because I kept it on the hush. Really? Yeah, my dad always taught me, like, your husband doesn't have to know everything. Like, you need to have your little side sidebar, <laughs> and then you can have your y- stuff, yeah. you know? So um, at one point, he didn't know. And one time, he tried to come at me, like, twisted, you know? Um, and that's what I think marriage, that's what kind of balances our marriage is that I'm, I am who I am. Like I'm open to everything. So like the same way I speak to any, I speak to him. So he tried to come at me twist. I was like, yo, I'm getting paid for this. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, Oh, okay. He was like, and then I had to explain it. He, cause he didn't know how I was getting paid. So I had to explain it to him, you know? And then I remember one year he ended up getting injured on the job and um, his disability was taking a while to, um, to, to click mm. in. And he was like, Oh, I don't know. Christmas is not going looking so good. I was like, hold up. Let me, let me, let me get my thing right quick. And he was like, where'd you get that money from? I said, stripping. <laughs> he just told him he's like, I was stripping. Yeah, he was like, but you always home. I'm like, really? You think that? <laughs> I was like, you see me on the computer all the time, right? I said, check me hustling. <laughs> and so, you know, I managed it like that. You know, you try to manage it. But when I'm getting paid, they know I'm getting paid for something. And I have to dedicate my time because that's a job, you know. Yeah. Uh, but then they know that if it's not getting paid, they're looking at me like, no, girl, you ain't getting paid. You better get off. <laughs> You're there for leisure. Like, <laughs> yes yeah 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 and so you know and it works you know it works it works for us and honestly you know balancing it all I try my best you know I try my best it could get harder sometimes this is nothing is perfect it could get hard but I balance it pretty well I'm kind of proud of myself you're doing good you're doing good you should get be proud of you. thank you so tell me about 18 year old Eileen oh lord 18 year Eileen she was a hothead she was hot like she was uh, 18 year Eileen was calm but don't say don't come at her like I was slicker with my mouth and I see it in my younger son but I don't tell my husband I tell my husband that he gets it from him so if he he don't he don't listen to podcasting so he won't know this (laughs) that's between you and me right here (laughs) yeah 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 but my 18 year old 18 year old Eileen was um was uh, still very driven, still very focused, but I was slicker with my mouth. Like, you know, like I said, a couple of episodes, you know, you come out, you know, it comes out in you or whatever. And I'm sure when my husband got with me, you know, um, I remember one time he said to me, well, you was born with a silver spoon in your uh, mouth. No, no, he did not. Mm. I was like, who told you that? See how you make assumptions? Why? Just because my dad has a business? I was like, no, it's not like that. You know, my dad still made us, you know, so I was very slick with my mouth. I, um, I was very like, again, hot headed, just like I was, it was my way or no way, mm. you know? 
And I remember somebody once saying, oh, my God, you were the Dominicans, Dominicans, and Puerto Ricans. That's what fuego. <laughs> and I'm the mix of two. <laughs> yes. And my kids are the mix, mix of, of two, so I can see where the little one gets it from. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so when we used to, when we was 18, and, you know, if he says something to me, I'm like, I'll pop right off, you know, um, that type of thing. And so, yeah, that was me. But I was still very focused and driven. I absolutely loved school. I was a bookworm. I was very, I was very like, like I said, no, you know, it's not your way. It's my way. And I was like that with my husband. I was like that with him. Like, he'd be like, oh, let's, no, no, no. This got to be my way. Or the highway, homeboy. So what would you advise yeah. your 18-year-old self now, now that you're at the age where you're at now? looking at what would I I'd say to not be so hot-headed um I've learned that you could still convey the same message but in a different way and a different tone yes so there are times like I said that I would say things that you know I shouldn't have said so now I'm learning that you know even in my 41 you know I'm always learning (laughs) and just to be able to say it in a different way in a different tone so I would tell that 18-year-old girl, you know, calmate un ching, muchacha. con take it easy. Well, yeah, it's a different. I mean, I feel you. I reflect on that stuff, too. Like, why would I tell my younger self? Now, you know, I always go back to those thoughts. Yeah. See the progression yeah, also yeah. of my own thinking. You know, it's just good sometimes to reflect back. Yeah. But I yeah. want to ask you one more thing because I don't want to hold you up. I want to respect. No, girl, you can ask me away. We can speak all night. Another thing, listen, another thing I would tell my 18-year-old self is, there's another thing I would say. I would say I'm proud of Mm. you. And this is why I would say I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you because you stuck to your guns and you didn't allow anyone to defer you into not choosing someone that you loved with your heart because they were from a different culture. Mm. And I get sentimental because had that 18-year-old girl listened to her mother or her parents, I would have never, ever been with my husband today, 23 years. Mm. Just because he was Dominican, a dark-skinned Dominican, and I was a light-skinned, you know, Puerto Rican. So I would tell 18-year-olds, although our parents think they know best for Mm. us, at times they don't always know the best and go with what's in your heart mm-hmm. but never lose yourself in it and so I was proud of myself for that I would tell her that I'm proud of her that's important right to tell yourself that you're proud yeah, yeah I mean absolutely. Yes. so what's a gem that you can share with everyone before I let you go um that you think from like your mommy teaches that you can tell everybody that can be like a gem that you use on your personal life or something that you teach to the kids. What is something that, that can be teachable for everybody? I would say teachable would be, you know what? You can't ever assume you can't ever assume you can't ever overanalyze. You can't, always expect that something's going to be a certain way, you know, because for instance, I was just telling someone today that, uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, um, as much as you, you know, I hear people sometimes say, I'm waiting till my bank accounts, right. To have a kid. Mm -hmm. They never right time. 
Uh, I used to read all these books about parenting when I first found out. I knew when I conceived. Really? I knew when I conceived. And um, I I was reading all these parenting books. And I remember my older brother saying, girl, them books ain't going to help mm. you. And he was right. Because when I had my first son, my firstborn child, I it was like them books didn't help me mm. at all. So you can't, you can't overanalyze. You can't always assume that something's going to be this way. You understand? You just can't. Things are going to go the way the higher being, the higher power that you believe in is that, that's chosen for you. Mm. So that to me was like an amazing teachable moment because now, even now having my son with high functioning Asperger's, I know I was the chosen one for him. Like I lay my head down every night and I say, thank you for choosing me to be his mother. Can you share what that is? Not thank you. So people understand what the diagnosis the diagnosis is he's high functioning Asperger's. So it's on the autism spectrum, but the autism spectrum is so broad. Mm -hmm. So you'll have autistic children. It's a neurological, they say, disorder. And so you can have children who are nonverbal, flapping hands. Uh, You have children who are verbal. My son is very verbal. He is extremely verbal. He's extremely alert, you know, but sometimes he'll have like social awkwardness, you know. Uh, When he was younger, too, he, uh, he wouldn't really give much eye contact. But with constant reinforcement and a lot of training, you can always help them. You know, you can't change the diagnosis, but you can help mm. them. And so I never say like, you know, thank you for giving him some. I say, no, thank you. You know what I'm saying? I say, thank you for me allowing to be in his life. Because to me, as I said, you know, you just never know. You never know the cards you're going to be dealt mm-hmm. with. And so you can't overassume, you can't overanalyze, you can't predict. That's true. That's very true. You just got to go with the flow. And I feel as we get older, we go with the flow mm-hmm. more. That's true. Absolutely. Because Prima, I can talk to you forever. But you know what I do want to know? When, when is your book coming out? <laughs> She's so cute. <laughs> she is so cute. Well, so I wrote a book about two years ago. <laughs> I wrote a book. Yeah, I wrote a book about two years ago, but then a good friend of mine had passed from a colon cancer. Mm, it's hard to hear that. And that was, yeah, that was the first time that I really got like writer's block. Mm. Uh, it, it hit very close to home. You know, she had two children my age. We went to high school together and we reconnected. We found each other on Facebook. That's why I love Facebook. And so we always said we were going to meet up. And we never got to meet up. And um, I, when I met her, she was in the casket. That's when I got to see her. I walked into the funeral home and her sister said to me, you know, Anna's upset at you right now because you come to see her like this. Mm-hmm. And so I wrote the book two years ago and um, I tweaked it. I did a few things. Um, I actually submitted it to a, and this first time I'm sharing Uh-oh. this. Exclusive. I submitted it. Yes, I submitted it to a publishing company and um, they responded within, I, I sent it, I want to say maybe on a Sunday, because that's how I roll sometimes. I don't even care. I sent it on a Sunday. <laughs> I sent it on a Sunday. 
then I received back like midweek, like, you know, we absolutely love your voice. We love, you know, and this is the type of person, and my husband gets mad at me. This is the type of person that I am. I sit on things. I sit on things because I'm not, I'm not thirsty. Right. You understand? So I sit on things and I let things marinate, you know? And so um, I had responded back, like, I'd love to have a phone conversation about it, you know, and I just need to follow up. But uh, um, in the, that was my first baby that I birthed. And um, so someone like picked it up and, you know, we'll see where that deal goes or whatever. And then I'm in the process of, um, of my second, my, my second conception. Um, yeah, I, I really would love to do, um, children's books. Like the first book is, it surfaced around, you know, a child with uh high functioning Asperger's and just, you know, being able to understand the diagnosis. I think so many people are so uneducated about the diagnosis. Hmm. So I would love to do like a series on that. And then, um, I'd love to do, uh, a memoir and also like a young adult. Okay a YA novel. Yeah. So I have a couple of things, you know, I sleep with um, a pad and pen by my bed. Cause I find, I don't know about you, Prima, but I find when I lay down, all my thoughts come to me. That was your Prima? You hear me? I, you hear me? I said, I, I sleep with a pen and a pad next to my bed because I find that at night, all my thoughts come to me. Yes. So I do a lot of that or whatever. And usually when I wake up at four in the morning, that's when I'm able to write in quietness. And, you know, I have beautiful windows in my home, thank God. And so they allow me to see, you know, just the, I'm, I'm very inspired by scenery. I'm a visual. I am too. Yes, I feel you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, for the book, hopefully soon, you know, I don't know if I'm going to go the 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 self-publishing route or the traditional route but I want to take my time I'm not quick I'm not a quickie I'm not a quick person it took my husband a a minute to get me so he knows (laughs) yeah I let things manate I like to be a little tease you know don't um, too much yeah 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 so um so I'm not one of those people yeah that like throws you know just to throw something out there I'm not like that but the book is coming soon and I just feel like you know I think that they take time yeah I'm not one of those people who I want yeah I think they just take time I've you know I've heard of people saying it took them seven years to write a book Mm -hmm. you understand so I like to take my time I like to take my time it's almost like I don't know four (laughs) seven years you're like yes but it's coming it's definitely coming like I've I've honestly been preparing for this uh my entire life and I just want to you know leave my children with something and leave the world with yes, something. we need some bookshelves thank you so much thank you we need you too girl hell girl I'm working on some things Come on, boy. I'm kind of like I'm holding back for a while you know it's kind of like you got to do it. Come on. How long I've been telling you to start that blog? A long time. That's next. You be- uh, <laughs> uh, Exactly. I've been telling you. You can't even say. I've been, I've been like, Prima, come on. Let's go. What you waiting for? Sera, you know, and, and I'm like, it's so weird because at the same time, I'm a shy person. And I'm like, who are you? I'm like, all these people at the same time. But no, I'm actually working yeah, I'm, on. No, I'm not shy. And you ain't shy. Stop acting up. No, I can see it though. I can see. <laughs> Listen, once I'm comfortable with you, se jodió la vaina. Like, I know. They're okay. shyness. They were cool, and the egg shows up. Like, you know, the egg is broken. You're in trouble. <laughs> 
Yes. No, you definitely, you have to put that blog. Yes. We need your voice. We need your expertise on that health, girl, because you've been making, listen, when I put something in my mouth, I'm like, well, no, me eat this. Hold on. Oh, I've been bad. I haven't been that good lately. I'm not even going to lie. Well, listen, I know, listen, we, nobody's perfect, but even like when you be doing them early morning workouts, I'll be sweating just looking at you. And girl, I I started a whole new, okay, so I haven't really shared this. I kind of kept this to myself. So I started this workout Uh and it's called F45. Oh shit. It sounds hard. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, it's like a franchise, um, gym. So they have every workout is different. So it's 45 minutes of like different workouts i do i wear a heart monitor when i do it so it kind of tracks me when i'm doing it shit i think i died like the other day three times (laughs) (laughs) i was like i need somebody to come pick me up from the floor i'm not worth anything you know but oh my god i'll be passed out on the floor i'm such an extremist because when i get sometimes when i do these workouts i'll do boxing I'm like, okay, so I'm going to try bar. Have you ever tried a bar class? Girl, please. The only bar I've tried is a Snickers bar. <laughs> I'm done with that. <laughs> Wait, but listen, listen, we have to do like, um, like gym talks, like, so, yes. not so, so we don't take up no more of the time, but this is one yeah. thing, right? So when I was younger in my 20, 21, I had to first started working. So, you know, I was like, I was like a Jam- Jamaican with like 10 jobs. <laughs> and so all in the school, right? No, no, shout out to all the Jamaicans. What's up? I know y'all be working hard. Love Love y'all. Y'all. Yeah, island yeah. So, um, So I used to do um, the YMCA. Like I was the reading specialist. So you got a free membership to the YMCA. Oh, YMCA, yeah. So I'm like, who they can? This chunky monkey. I'm okay. So we all used to go, a group of us we used to go to the YMCA workout for like an hour. All I did was a treadmill. I was not doing anything else. <laughs> sure enough, why would they put a gym and a, a Wendy's right across the street? My fat ass would go right across the street to Wendy's <laughs> and get me a baked potato with some sour cream and chives. Until one day I found out I was allergic to chives, girl. Holy shit. My lips blew up like Angelina Jones. You was allergic to why you cut off a little bit. no way really yes i got sour cream and chives and next you know my lips was pumped like angelina jolie my husband was like hey girl what's up with them lips (laughs) he was my man he was my boyfriend back in the day so i was like oh no i went to um i went to wendy's after i came out the water say he's like you defeating the whole purpose i was like well i just worked out and list all them calories i need to fill myself up." oh my god okay you just share this because you should confess something Tell me, tell me, guys. Well, this is probably like early 2000s. Me and my girlfriend joined Bally's. Remember Bally's Fitness? Yes! yes. <laughs> Let me tell you, we hired a trainer, everything. Trainers, fine as hell. So, of course, that's a motivator, right? <laughs> Beacon, right? So, we working out. Girl, we're barely doing nothing. We, I see them though, like the minimal, right? Lazy bitches. We're just doing the minimal. We saw this commercial. I think it was, I don't know, it was like Fridays or Chili's. It was one of those places. Girl, we left that gym when it had baked potato with steak. Oh, my God. I know that's right. We get wine. We, <laughs> and then we had dessert. Con los cojones to have dessert. I said, we don't work out an hour. Why not, though? You worked out an hour. You are No, it was, we were being the whole purpose. So we just, oh, my God. God. Listen, like, I like what did we out. just do? 
Yeah, no, I don't. I don't like to work out. I do. I will be. Listen, I'll be the one to admit I do not like to work out. I walk, and that's a form of working out. I walk, but to dike mira to push um to push weights, coño, you crazy? I do that. I actually enjoy it. I'm not gonna. No, I love pushing weights because I feel like a little superhero. Till <laughs> yeah. I get home and I gotta rub um icy hot on myself because <laughs> no, no, Vix, 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 Vix. <laughs> <laughs> but so I have a question for you. Yes. Do you so even though it's your podcast, let me take over. Hold up. No. Um, <laughs> do you take vitamins? I take okay, so I do a multivitamin. I do an extra, I do a liquid vitamin um D. Okay. Because believe it or not, interesting enough, a lot of people are vitamin D um deficient. Like you don't have enough vitamin That's me. Which is me. That's me. That's what I'm asking you. That's what I'm asking you. So you do a liquid instead of a, um, a pill? Instead of a pill form because the liquid goes straight. It just absorbs faster. Gotcha. So that's what I found out this week. I found out that I am deficient in vitamin D like really bad. I was like, but wait. I was like, but wait, I get it on the regular. <laughs> Not that D. <laughs> She was like, she was like, oh, she was like, oh, you think you funny? You think you funny? She said, because I let me tell you, I'm, I'll see, I'm outspoken. I'm that's the type of person. I'm laugh, always telling jokes. I feel like it makes me feel better when I laugh. So she, I, honestly, I was at the GYN. She was just like, you're deficient in vitamin D. And I mean, while she, I'm like, but I get it on a regular. And she, she looked up. She was like, did she really just say that? She looked over to the girl. She, the girl was like, she sure did. And that shit was funny. Um, you're like me. I make so, jokes when I'm in certain yes so um and that and iron I low in iron she said I'm borderline anemic so she said that that could be the reason why I am tired yes. so she was like you know um try to get your vitamins in so I feel like once I just do that maybe maybe I'll 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 lift a can of beans or something like that you know what I'm saying but I ain't doing what you do <laughs> yeah I do take an extra iron because I'm also anemic um you see, yeah. Uh, also, a thing that I was like super tired, like, and it was like I wasn't doing anything crazy. I would just be like one or two on an afternoon. I was just ready to take a nap. And I noticed yeah. that food played a huge part of me being tired. Girl, you be catching the itis. Hey, I'm like, Mira, listen. And then, listen, living in the South, everything, everybody wants to feed you. I'm like, listen, I love that. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm all about that life, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to live. I can't have it both ways. <laughs> you need to do a podcast. And so you need to do two podcast episodes. I'm going to give you, I'll, I'll, this is the podcast. I'm requesting. Here's my request. This is the request. This is the request. The request segment. Yeah, this request segment. The Noemi's request segment. I just made it up. Let's go. Um, I need a segment on if I go where you are in your area in Texas, where the food spots fat girl got it. Okay, eat. I could do that. And and um, I want to know like exactly the vitamins and some of the healthy things that you choose. Um, and that you know, so you can share. See, because right now you said about the liquid D, right? But um, and I heard about it, but I was like, oh, maybe I'll just pop a pill. But if you're saying that, I know that you know your shit. So now I'm gonna go with the liquid vitamin D. You know I do. Saying? You can get it anywhere, and um, just yeah, random info. I used to work for GNC back in the day. You see, so you need to be doing stuff. Come on, you could be educating the system. I do. I need to, and I. It's funny because I was. Uh, things have changed, of course, but 
Um, yeah. yeah, a lot of that stuff. Yeah, when I found out that it was a deficiency with vitamin D, I also take, FYI, ladies, if you take vitamin D, calcium with magnesium combination, it helps with your menstrual. Really? Yes. You see? Do the episode, please. Yeah, I want to give you your gems. I'm about to do that. Yes, please. Because I need that, too. Yes. I need that, too. So, please, you got to. Yes, please. Write that. Write that. Write that. Write that. <laughs> Put that down. Yes. We need to know that stuff because a lot of us, I mean, I don't, you know. So, when she said about the iron, I was like, well, my husband wants me to eat liver. And she was like, you just don't find it in liver. She was like, you can have beans. I was like, but beans be making a system. <laughs> Um, have gas. What do you um, want? Said, do you want me to be gassy or do you want me to be, you know, healthy? Or you know? Um, yeah, you know, so I was just like, but I have, you know, I have my kale, I have my broccoli, mm. but I find like those things, they just make me so gassy, you know? Um, so yeah, you please put out an episode because that just helped me. You just helped I'll, me. See, we always learn it. So the liquid. Yes, so I'm aiming to get that this weekend. So I'm glad I spoke to you. Thank you so much for having me. You see, so now I'm gonna go get the liquid D. I gotta get the iron. She told me to do it every other day, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. But you know, it's not like I'm so exhausted. But I know I could probably go for a couple of more hours. But girl, yeah, I know the no more thing. Um, the uh, app will be like, all right, go home. Yeah, I love you, girl. So tell me where everybody can find you. So you can find me at mommyteaches.com. All my buttons are there, my social media buttons. Uh, I have two, I told you I was a Twitter crackhead. I have two Twitter handles. So it's just my first name, E-I-L-E-E-N-C-C-A-M-P-O-S. And then I have my mommy teaches handle, M-O-M-M-Y-T, the number three, A-C-H-E-S. And on Instagram, same thing. I, I never hid. Like, I never, ever hid. That was one thing. Someone said the other day, I should do, um, I should do, like, Eileen at the Mommy Teachers podcast or something. Something like that. I should just slap my name on that because I've never, ever hidden my name, you know, <laughs> being a teacher. And um, I never, ever had a private account. I did. I wouldn't even know how to put my account on private. I'm not techie. <laughs> We're going to help so, you with that. Yeah, so I was just out there, you know, and I didn't even care because like what you see online is what you get, you know, when you see me, and it's, that's one thing like people meet me and they're like, Oh, my God, you're the same person. I'm like, Which yo, good. yeah. Yeah, I can't be any other way. It's just the way that I am. I love to crack jokes. Soy chitosa. Um, How do when, I get, when I get um, I, on social media, definitely yeah. Yeah, probably on Instagram. Definitely on Instagram. Yeah, definitely on. Yeah. Yeah, definitely on Instagram, you know, and um, I'm just when I I'm better when I am without alcohol. Occasionally, I'm, I'm an occasional drinker with like wine coolers. I think it's four percent alcohol, mm. and um, and wine, and then I get really, really quiet. Oh. Yeah, it's it's the it's the reverse effect. So I'm like literally like loud and funny and you know, all out there without alcohol. And when I have like 4% in me, I'm just like shut down. I'm quiet. I'm chill. So we're just going to give you coffee. It's like that. We'll see it. My husband don't like that. Yeah, my husband don't like that. He's like, no, no, please. Uh-uh. No more alcohol for you, girl. <laughs> yeah, because I'm quiet. And people, yeah. my cheeks get really, really flushed and red. And people are like, what's wrong? And I'm like, nothing. Why? They're like, you're so quiet. I'm like, it's the alcohol. What can I say? <laughs> don't do it. Don't do yeah. it. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, so no, definitely. But um, yeah, that's where they can find me. Definitely just go to mommyteachers.com. Everything is there. I have a web, you know, a designer who I, you know, pay to uh, do my updates or whatever. And she keeps my, my stuff fresh. And hopefully I get a new revamp within the year. We'll see how, you know, everything works out. I want to revamp. And um, and that's it. That's where you can find me. That's where you can find Eileen. Okay. Now, if not, on Mommy Teachers Podcast. Yes, and I'm going to link everything on this show notes. So as always. Thank you so much. Thank you for being on. I love talking to you. You're the bomb. You're sweet. I appreciate you um, spending your energy. Well, you're sweet. You're sweet. You're amazing. Keep with the podcast. I'm so proud of you. Watching you grow. Um, Keep that voice. Got to keep the sexy. Uh Oh, to 99 a minute is coming soon. Honey, and um, do those episodes. You know I'm gonna be now. now you know me. I'll be sliding your DMs. Come on, prima. What's up with the yo? What's up? You know me. You know. So um, I'll definitely do that. But you're amazing, and I just wa- love to watch you grow and be honest and be your authentic self and make me miss coffee while I watch you because I miss coffee, but I'm staying. Stay true. true. Stay true. Hold strong and focus. Exactly. Yeah. Even though you don't make it easier. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't look at me then. Don't make me there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. But no, thank you so much, Prima. I could talk to you for hours. You know that. We talk, uh, we've talked on the phone for hours. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. But we won't do that so, like thank that. You so much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Prima. I appreciate Have you. a good one, love. You All too, right. Mama. Bye. And one more thing, I want to give a special shout out to Eileen Campos for being part of this episode and being a guest. I appreciate you, girl. Give her a follow on Instagram at Mommy Teaches and also on Twitter at Mommy Teaches and follow her blog at MommyTeaches.com, her podcast, also Mommy Teaches. Shout her out. Tell her that I sent you. And as always, I appreciate you guys for listening and supporting my podcast. And ways to find the podcast is you can go on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcast, Pocket Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcast, CastBox, Overcast, and Radio Public, or anywhere else you love to listen to podcasts. I appreciate your support, your sharing, your liking, subscribing. You guys are the best. And on to the next one, have a blessed one.